0: We're living in the future with augmented reality contact lenses today on Metaversity, your first stop for everything on the new frontier of metaverse and everything blockchain. I'm Chris with Kristen, and we'll explore and learn this new world together. So we've got a few exciting topics, I think, to talk about today. Yeah. Um, One of them is nothing new, but we've not really talked about it on our podcast uh, before which is play to earn or P2E uh, video games. So those are video games that are on the blockchain. They allow players to, to play and either by achievements in the game or just you, know, the frequency that they play it.
1: Well that uh, I think there needs to be a correction there because the games themselves are not on the blockchain.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, but things like the NFTs and the coins and things that you can earn. Yeah,
1: sure. Currency and, mm-hmm. yeah, object ownership.
0: So those are uh, available for people to play. And depending on the frequency and that kind of thing, they can earn the in-game token or cryptocurrency uh, as they play.
1: Okay. And so, like, in the grand scheme of things, they have to cash out, sort of. Right. Right. Okay, in order to actually have spendable money in some way, so uh, are those tokens like on um, some kind of exchange somewhere, or do they have an in-game ability to exchange that currency for you know something like Ethereum or sure Bitcoin or something?
0: Well, for for the game, it depends. So some of the games have an in-game token that then you can exchange out for you know a more mainstream cryptocurrency. Um, and then some of the others actually have a, a token that you can go out and, and purchase at an exchange or something like that. Okay. So it just kind of, it just kind of depends. Um, they've, they're starting to become more popular, uh, for people. Uh, obviously, if you like to play video games, why not play something that may earn you a little bit of money? Uh, some of them, you know, you, you don't really earn that much, but there's others where I'd from what I've read, people are making a living, um, playing, playing video games, especially on some of the more popular ones. Uh, we've got some screenshots up on the board. Uh, one of them is Axie infinity, uh, which is a little bit like, uh, Pokemon. If you've ever played, played that. Yeah.
1: They sort of look like little Pokemon guys, sort of.
0: Those are, those are axes and, uh, you can, they're, they're essentially an NFT. So you can go in and you can purchase them. And uh, that is one thing about a lot of these pay to earn or play to earn uh, video games is you do have uh, an investment up front. Not, not all of them are like that, but a lot of them are and Axie infinity would be one. You have to purchase an Axie uh, to start. Uh, So, and they started as low as a dollar. So it may not be a, a ton of money to, to play, but you would have to invest. And, I think people are used to that anyway. If, if the game is worth anything, usually there's a cost involved, whether it's a, you know, something on your phone or something on a console or a PC. So it's not unheard of to pay for something, but you're purchasing that. Um, and they go from anywhere from a dollar. There's a marketplace for these, uh, all the way up to, I think one sold at the height of the game for 1.5 million, which is insane. Yeah. Well, um,
1: I like crypto kitties and stuff and you know, several yep. like the board Ape I think it's board ape, uh NFTs, you know, you can make some pretty good coin off of those. So like that makes sense. So it's about the, the, the rarity of that thing, how mm-hmm. desirable it is.
0: Well, and with the axes, it's, you know, you use those to play in your game. And so, you know, depending on what their skill sets are and, you know, what their abilities are kind of help determine the value of it as well as the scarcity of it. Um, apparently, uh, some are very rare and some are a lot more common and you can kind of build your way up so you can start small and play. And as you play, you get rewards depending on the game, you get rewards for, uh, let's say winning a match or, um, you know, another one that I have up there is this one called Pegasi. Uh, where you essentially your NFT is a race horse, uh, race Pegasus, I guess, and you can purchase that and uh, race it in different classes that are matched up with the same horse. And if you win races, you get uh, a, a coin for that. Um, and so you can you play and earn a little bit of money. Whether it's you're just uh, doing it to
1: yeah, well there's other ways that you can earn in a lot of these too. Like, mm, yes. Um, you know, if you're a creator uh, and you contribute like actual objects, uh Sandbox, for example, oh, does yes. that. So, yep. you know, you can, you know, you can buy and sell land, you can build objects that are, you know, NFTs on there. You can also um you can also make experiences and then people have to, you know, pay to participate in those experiences mm-hmm. on your land. So that's kind of cool. You know, I guess technically that's playing, but also it's (laughs) kind of not. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's kind of like, you know, I think it's when people talk about is golf a game or a sport, Um, you know, in the sandbox, it's not a traditional game. Like I think a lot of people might think of it where you are battling something or, you're racing a race or something like that. But at the same time you are in a virtual world and, you know, maybe the game's a little bit of that social piece and building things that people want to want to buy. And
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's, I love seeing these. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really looking forward to the point when crypto kind of has that, we've talked about that kind of like decoupling. Right. And um, when you start to see these games actually like your statement initially, which, was wrong for now, um, that they were on the blockchain. The game was on the blockchain. But they're not right yet. But when the decoupling happens and transactions to actually, you know, be able to program apps, like, come way, way, way down, then all of the sudden, now these games can actually be on the blockchain. And right. all, all facets yes. of it can be you know, decentralized and all of that. And I think that's going to be really cool.
0: Yeah. I I think a big part too um, for them to go mainstream is uh, being able to play the games easily. Um, And and what I mean by that is if you want to play Pokemon, you create an account and you go play Pokemon. Uh, Now you don't earn anything playing Pokemon, uh, but you know, you can just go create an account and sign up for it. With a lot of these play to earn, I would say the only downside is if you're not already kind of familiar with crypto and maybe own some cryptocurrency or have a crypto wallet, uh, signing yourself up to play one of these may, may feel a bit complicated. So because you're having to purchase a, oftentimes a, an Axie or one of these Pegasus or something like that to, to participate in the game... Uh, You do have to purchase crypto. Uh, You have to have a wallet. Sometimes the wallet's specific to the game. So you'll have to have all of that set up before you can even sign up, which if you're familiar with crypto is probably not a big deal and you might already have all of that ready to go. So it's not a, not a big issue, but if you're like brand new and you're like, Oh, I heard about this game.
1: Right. It's sort of like a barrier to entry Mm -hmm. for kind of a a more novice person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, I feel like, so as you were talking about that too, like I had thing pop in my head and it was, you know, um, if I was playing Pokemon go, for example there or clash of clans or whatever, like there are ways to monetize that. There are ways that I can sell stuff. Right. I can sell the accounts or whatever. Like, so I think, um, you know that's not super straightforward either <laughs> but that's no. kind of the nature right now of if I want to monetize and play games and be able to actually make any real money for myself doing that mm-hmm. you know I have to get creative Sure, and and um, you know it's just how this is too so like it's kind of the same you have to be willing to maybe step outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. learn a few new skills there and then you're off and running making money
0: well, and that's exactly it. I, I think the argument could be made that if, you know, as we believe blockchain and crypto is kind of the future, you know, it's a good skill to have. Um, and it's one of those things where it's just going to get easier with time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as the technology advances and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I, I I definitely think it's kind of neat. Um, I have signed up for Axie Infinity. Uh, I can't say I've played it a whole lot. I wish I, wish I could, I need to invest a little bit more time in that. Um, but, um, the concept of that, I think will attract a lot of people to play. Um, and I think it's a exciting way to go because it feels like with a lot of traditional video games, they're pulling money out of you to play. There's, you know, there's feature packs and there's, you know, skins skins, or, yeah. and you have to keep paying the play versus this is you play to earn, uh, which is a lot more, a lot more attractive. And I know they're getting stuff out of it. You have to purchase your NFT initially. Well,
1: I'm sure there's going to be stuff in there anyway that yeah. you can actually buy. So,
0: oh yeah. So there, but at least you have an opportunity to get some of it back. If, if not a whole lot more, depending on how skilled you are in the game.
1: Yeah. And maybe there's some luck in there too.
0: A little bit of luck, yeah. yeah, for some of the rare stuff. <laughs> and kind of on the same topic, um, for anybody out there who does or, or uses TikTok, uh, Jason Fung, who was head of their gaming unit, has actually left TikTok to form his own game called Meta Zero, and he is actually wanting to go um, and figure out a way to create these games that are sitting on the blockchain in a way that they have a lot more interoperability. So right now when they design a game like Axie infinity or sandbox or whatever it is, they, they essentially pick a blockchain for it to sit on. So it's going to be on something like Solana or, um, polygon or, you know, one of, one of those that are a little bit more friendly for that type of, uh, application or, or, uh, crypto or NFT. And he thinks it should be a little bit more interoperable where it can go across multiple blockchains. And I think he's also thinking of the future like we have, where if I have an NFT and Axie infinity, it might be nice to move it over to, you know, something else later on and potentially use it over there too. So I think that's probably, uh, I'm guessing a little bit. Um, this is still kind of new, um, uh, but I'm guessing that's probably where, where that's headed somewhat.
1: Yeah, I, I, I hope they release some more information about kind of where that's going. Um, I like the idea behind it and the interoperability kind of goal, you know?
0: Yeah, like a lot of these startups, he's got um, a co-founder, which hasn't been revealed yet and sounds like they've got six members of the, the company as well o- outside of the co-founders. So eight strong uh, within the organization. They, um, are looking to, you know, start funding, uh, their, their research and, uh, their, I assume application blockchain right. application. Uh, and then, you know, he's kind of a, it was kind of a, a bigger player cause it's TikTok. Everybody knows TikTok and he was one of the higher ups there and has kind of spun off and started his company and. So it's kind of kind of neat to see where where that'll go. And well, if they end up doing any fundraising
1: about. here in the U.S., then you know they have to do their SEC filings. So we'll find out mm-hmm. and more information then.
0: Yep, more people will be named and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So uh, there might be more advancements in an area that is growing. But even some of your bigger, but still yet a lot of your bigger players in the video game industry, like Sony and stuff, have yet to even. Uh, think about creating something like a, a pay-to-earn type video game. So it still seems like it's Using a lot of Using blockchain, people. you mean? Using yeah. blockchain, yes.
1: Yeah. Well, so. I think too, and you got to see like marketplaces happen inside the app that facilitate transactions and, um, you know, them tying in with, uh, you know, exchanges and stuff to allow you to kind of liquidate easily. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's kind of the key to them. So yeah. Yep.
0: And then I think probably the most exciting thing to talk about today is, uh, Moho vision. Um, we've talked about them in the past. Uh, this is the group that creates the contact lenses, the augmented reality contact lenses. So
1: I'm going to pull that up a little bit closer.
0: All right. Take a little closer. Look at the, the picture. Um, If if I can get it to go,
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Swapping chairs is not, not I'm always easy. I'm not
1: trying to swap the chairs. Like, I just want to see this picture bigger.
0: Oh, okay. So you're going to pull it up.
1: Yeah, I think I, I need a... There we go. Like, let's do it this way. Give me give me the... There we go. I just was going to try and make it bigger. There.
0: <laughs> These are the things that yeah. are fun in the metaverse. Oh, you definitely got closer to it um
1: well you know when oh i don't need to do that uh when, when you go to edit the video for this program that we're doing um what i realized is that uh as close as i am to things when i actually get the video out off of the oculus um it's it's like really actually pretty far away still because oh, it's pulling in a whole lot of stuff from all around uh from like it's the not yeah and- I'm wondering if I can get my hands back now. Maybe not.
0: We got one kind of out to the side there. Do I? Is yeah. it?
1: Oh yeah, I guess it's over there. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, um, I don't know. Maybe I just won't have hands for now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so while we talk about it, and, um, they are they actually got permission yeah, to do a, to to do a human trial, a human test. Uh, so the CEO uh, Drew Perkins. Um, it's kind of cool that he was the first person to do it. You know, it's kind of, I always think it's funny when they come up with something that feels like it's really cutting edge, but it involves, you know, something going on you or in you or could be a little bit dangerous. And the CEO is kind of like, um, here's my, here's my Guinea pig. And they're going to, they're going to do it for the first time. But he sat down and he put the contacts lenses in and kind of did a blog post on his experience. So first, the part that I think is really cool is they've been able to cut the cord. So the contacts were something that were wearable. He was able to put on and they weren't on a wire uh, and they worked. So uh, I think that's like a huge step because if you think about how small a contact lens has to be, and then you have to pack in all the technology, the, the, the projector and, you know, the ability to transmit, information back and forth i mean that's that's a lot of stuff to pack into something so small uh but he described that he was able to interact with the compass to see you know where he was and you know what his uh orientation was with north and south and so on they were able to display images that he could see and the screen quality was good enough that he was actually able to read off of a teleprompter at the same time so i feel like that's really kind of that's kind of a lot given the size that they're working with. And, you know, we're still waiting for augmented reality glasses, which have a whole lot more room in them than a tiny little contact lens. And, you know, that's, that alone is hard. And then they're doing it actually within a a contact lens. Yeah. this is kind of crazy.
1: This is awesome. (laughs) Like, I, I, I mean, it, it would be really cool if we just skipped right, pass glasses, honestly. And then you just had these like,
0: I mean, the picture's a little creepy, but the functionality is amazing.
1: Yeah. I think, um, you know, I, I, I think in the end this has got to be tethered to something, you know, to do the computing part of it sure. and, um, you know, allow for the kind of the maximized battery life on it, which mm-hmm. obviously can't be,
0: no, they very long. They they're using some sort of micrograde um or I'm sorry, medical grade micro battery. Right. Uh so I mean they're obviously super small, so I can't imagine if it's doing any sort of projections or anything like that that it's lasting yeah a super long time.
1: Well, I think I read something at one point a few years ago about them and you know, the the light that they're using that does the projection itself, um, that is like really, really, really faint. Mm-hmm. And it's plenty for your eye, given the proximity to the eye and kind of how right. they are designed to work. But, um, and you—this know, is just really weird. Like, <laughs> oh, good. Do I have my hands back? Oh. No, no, still don't.
0: You look, you look fine over here, Heather. Keep punching an invisible person to the right of you. Oh, that's pretty funny. Um, um,
1: but anyway, so like, you know, when I read about them, the the really very dim light that they are using that's still completely sufficient um it doesn't require much battery which is great Mm -hmm. so you know when you think about like okay like tech in my house that i use every day right like i have a little laser pointer it has you know tiny little battery in it and i'm obviously that's still massive compared to this but like you know, that battery on that lasts for a long time. Right. So it does. And that's, and that's a super bright light. Mm -hmm. So if you like really dim that down and then shrink the battery, I I think you could still probably have a pretty decent battery life given the current, you know, uh, limitations of batteries. But Mm -hmm. I, you know, I I mentioned this, uh, a couple of podcasts ago and I I think maybe I forgot to give you the link, but I'll go pull it up when we're done here so that you can include it. But I had read something about like, you know, some pretty significant uh, changes to batteries that are coming, Sure, you know, kind of getting away from like lithium ion and into something a little bit better.
0: Sure. Well, I mean the te- two technologies have to change. The, the batteries have to last longer and get smaller. And then, you know, the, on the flip side, um, how much power is drawn, has right. to get reduced. We have to find ways to be more efficient with with the power too. Right, so we right. got to attack it from both sides.
1: Well, you know the <laughs> it comes down to the technology that you're that you're having to power. Right. You know, in the end, so like it's like it, it's the lights. It's you know computing power, processing power as well. Like you know, are they wirelessly connecting to something because that takes power. You know. Right. So there's there's a lot of parts and pieces to it, but I really love seeing this make what feels like a huge step to me, like actually putting them in somebody's eyeball And it, on and it somebody's eyeball. Sorry. And, and it working. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's just like, I'm, I'm excited for that. That is, sure. it's awesome.
0: It, it is. And, you know, I know they got a ton more testing. I'm sure the FDA is going to be involved at some point and you got to make sure it's safe for everybody and all of that stuff. But, Um, and then I'm sure that this kind of, they're still in their, um, development stage too. So I'm sure that what they've experienced and what they've put together is not where they want to be for a public release either, but you know, they got to take those little baby steps to figure out, you know, if they can even create a proof of concept of what they want to do. And it seems like they, they hit the bar. I mean, if you can project something good enough, you can read on something as small as a contact. I mean, that's, that's far beyond anything I thought we were close to right now. So yeah, it's, that's it's pretty great. amazing.
1: It's really great. Well, I wonder how long before we can actually get our hands on some of those. Cause that, that'll be pretty cool. What do you think? Five years, 10 years,
0: something like that. I think maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it.
1: I bet it's probably closer to 10, but yeah, yeah that's awesome.
0: It is. It's pretty awesome. So, with that, I think that's that's it for today.
1: All right. Well, on that note then, subscribe. Yep,
0: hit follow, please leave us a comment, tell your friends and family about us and we'll catch you on the next one.